Good evening and welcome to the Two Big Gamers podcast. I'm your host for the evening, Mr. Laz Tanty. And joining me once again, as always, is my good mate, Mr. David Rizzuto for episode 20. How you going, man? Yeah, I'm doing well, Laz. Just keeping myself warm. Yeah, 20th episode already. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah pretty good milestone. However, it's been a bit of a while since we last recorded, didn't we? Yeah, nearly, well, I think four weeks now, I think memory what was the last one uh, i feel like longer recorded four think... weeks maybe oh i can't remember yeah, <laughs> it's, it's been busy with back. preoccupied with other stuff you know how it is <laughs> yeah exactly right yeah but uh we're, we're back we're back listeners don't don't get disgruntled we're back so yeah <laughs> it's all good um but yeah man how you been david anyway yeah i've been pretty good just uh working hard and also just to catch up with uh with you and, and taylor um just on and off a little bit. Yeah. So, right. um, yeah. 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 That's some quality time. But yeah, it's uh, rather shit weather. Yeah, it is. My yeah. friends. Right now, it's about 11 degrees, being uh, uh, freezing cold weather, raining here in Melbourne. So we're now, be- technically, we're, be- we're beginning winter tomorrow, but you can say it's already started right now. But yeah. 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 We're keeping ourselves warm. But how are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. This- Keeping busy. Um, work's been a bit busy as well, up and down. Mm. Um, but yeah, man, just um, trying to get guests as well to jump on the podcast as well, which we, we will be having guests pretty soon, jumping on on um, awesome. on future episodes. But apart from that, man, just, you know, um, keeping busy um, and uh, yeah, man, and just uh, playing a few retro games here and there, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been, actually, I've been, I've been, um, I've been tapping into some uh, dark, uh, some dark forces level editing. Star Wars Dark Forces. Uh, for the people who don't know, Star Wars Dark Forces is a first-person shooter in the Star Wars universe. Um, but yeah, I'll be, ma- be making maps for that. Um, still, still um, stumbling across um, some uh, pits in the level editor. Which I'm trying to uh, resolve, but in the same time, um, it's all about problem solving, isn't it, David? Yeah, from what you told me, it sounds pretty complicated. It sounds more it, it is. It is complex, a pretty com- do complex, yeah, yeah, map editor, yeah. Uh, but it's it's a it's a pretty old map editor, man. So basically, what happened this this uh, this coder uh, re-released this editor on on this website called DF21, uh, which is pretty much a um, website for. Star Wars Dark Forces, you can download custom missions, you can download, um, you know, stuff that you need if you want to make maps like uh, all your weapons and stuff like that. If you want to even extract the weapons and put into like other in, like other games, such as like Doom or something like that, you can actually export it on into Doom as a WOD. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of utilities on there as well you can use as well. Um, but yeah, I used to use their website uh, to download custom missions. Um, but yeah... Nice. Um, but uh, yeah, man, just uh, plodding along using that and, uh, you know, hanging out with other mates and catching up and yeah, so it's all good. So it's for the good. Dark Forces, uh, mod editor, yeah. I heard it's pretty old, isn't it? Sorry? I heard that the mod editor they used for Dark Forces Yeah, 95 it came out, 95. Wow. So uh, there's a new one coming out, which is going to blow this out the water. Uh, which is with the Force engine, the Star Wars Dark Forces engine. Um, the Force engine is pretty much a source port for Dark Forces because that, um, the source code was ne- never released for this game, unfortunately. So, mm. um, yeah. but yeah, um, but yeah, there, there, there's a new source port, like I said, the Force engine, um, and uh, it's it's pretty impressive. And I think I've showed you, David, haven't I? Yeah, yeah. On my laptop. Yes. Yeah, so good. it's yep. a, it's a pretty good. Pretty good source port. Yep. Still a few bugs here and there, but once uh, one point uh, one point zero comes out, it'll be a lot better, and uh, and then the little evidence will be released for it as well, which I'm really looking forward to. So yeah, it'll be awesome. Is one point zero? Is that the first up to date editor since the original came out in '95? No, no, this is the Force Engine, right? 
the source port okay. is in yep. zero point nine. That's the that's oh, okay. the build that's the build uh, version. But once one point zero comes out, it'll be more refined, and and then the engine uh, the editor will come out for it as well. The level editor for this for within the Force engine, so which is built from the ground up, so. It'd be awesome. Yeah, well, I'm looking forward, looking forward to see what you can do with it because you yeah, already yeah. showed me uh, your mods for Doom. Yeah, and that looked pretty. That looked pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think. Yeah. I think I, if I remember right, Doom, Doom, having... Doom, Doom Builder is a walk in the park. It's just so yep. user friendly. It's it's not like if you first like when you stumble across and start using it, it's not going to be very user friendly. You're going to know you know, how to build sectors and all yep. that stuff. But once you know the flow, it, it comes very easy. But compared to this editor, it's a lot more, uh, a bit more complex. So yep. you got to understand the way the editor runs and the way you have to build sectors and to make levels in Dark Forces. But yeah. But that's another, yeah. I think that's another Remind topic for quick. another episode, yeah. I think. So yeah. <laughs> which will Remind be coming me up very, very quick. Was it doors yeah. that you had trouble making in Zoom? Doors? Yeah. Uh, not really, no. Um, there was a few cases where I ran into that I had problems um, building sectors with doors and stuff, but as I started using it more and more, I got to understand why that was happening. But yeah, it's, yeah, just, not sure. it's all about trial and error, man. That's basically what it is. Trial and error, nice. man. There's no. only for mistakes, so yeah. Yeah. But cool. uh, yeah, man. So uh, I think that's us for our little catch-up. Um, but yeah, so what are we going to be talking today, Mr. David? Well, uh, we're going to be talking about a particular game that I have just for shits and giggles. Yeah. Uh, but before we do, uh, were there any announcements that you wanted to make? Yeah, yeah I've got, I got we... some announcements. Uh, but we're going to be oh, talking yeah. about Michael Jackson's Moonwalker, yeah? That's exactly right, yeah. So basically, we're taking this into a different direction tonight. We're going to be talking about one game. Instead of like ranting about how hard games were and the background stories on games and stuff like that, we're going to be talking about... <laughs> One game in particular, which is Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Man, well, there are actually two versions. Yeah, yeah there are actually yeah. two versions That's right. that I've played. That I've personally played. Yeah, uh, Sega Genesis uh, version and the arcade version. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, we'll probably talk more predominantly about the Mega Drive version since that's the most uh, yeah, famous yeah, one, yeah, I think. Because right. I think the arcade version was rather rare. It, de it definitely didn't come out here in Australia. The Mega Drive version? No, no, the arcade version. Oh, arcade. Yeah, I never saw the arcade version, but we now we yeah. can talk about that anyway, man. But um, yeah, we we've got some announcements. Uh, my first announcement that Duke Nukem Forever, the 2001 build, has now been released onto the archive.org website. So this is pretty nice. much a um, prototype build of Duke Nukem Forever, which was supposed to come out in 2001 and which was showcased at E3 in 2001 in America. Um, so basically this version runs under the Unreal Engine 1 and uh, what I've seen, I think this 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 version blows Duke Nukem Forever 2011 version out the water man in terms of uh, the gameplay, the environments. Um, I had a look on YouTube, it, it looks Pretty pretty cool, man. Pretty cool. Like I know it's very uh, dated. It's very dated in terms of like graphics and all that. But this the gameplay looks pretty 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 interesting. So tell me, this game, this wasn't delayed for ten years. The one that eventually came out ten years later in twenty eleven. Yeah, that was a new right. game. Okay, yeah, that's, that's, right. that's, that's that's pretty much the adaptation of what Duke Nukem Forever was supposed to be. But it never was. Like if you see the original version, it looks completely different. You know, you're, right. you know, you're right. interacting with, with people. You got, all right, I think you, you did un interact with people, but it's more the way you can interact with people in this build version. It looks, uh, the AI looks more, they look, the AI looks very, uh, uh, very good in this version. So yeah, would you, what I've seen. So you would compare it favorably and even better than the final product that we got in twenty eleven. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, this look, this uh, this look, this the environment, this environment, like the the way it's set out. This looks awesome, man. Like uh, look at those uh, a lot of explosions too, and uh, you know, it's yeah, this looks 
Looks cool. Even the even the um, UI looks pretty cool too, man. Like you can look like you can. You can uh, there's more things to do in this version compared to the one mm. we, we got in 2011. So, and that is a pretty damning indictment about yeah the 2011 game because this uh, was this was built. This is this was actually developed by 3D Realms, the original creators of Duke Nukem 3D. When the 2011 yeah. version came out, it was developed by Gearbox Software, and they butchered it to the shit house. So you can't really compare it, you know what I mean? But DJ Gearbox software buy the rights to Yeah, I did because Randy Pitchford, who was who used to work for 3D Realms as a as a mapper, bought the rights. Yeah. So that he can de- okay. he could develop the unfinished version of Duke Nukem Forever, which he butchered to the shit. So and, you uh, can say but it's not but from what I, what I understood, it, it did you, very never... poorly. It's evident. It did very poorly. The sales were yep. bad. People ranted how sh- shit, like how shit this was. What, what I was about to say, what I was about to say, yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. It has been a Duke Nukem game for years because of it. I think there's a new one currently in development, right? Did I get, did I get that there's wrong? A new, I think, yeah, I think in speculation, is there is a new Duke Nukem game coming out, but I'm not quite okay. sure what stage it's at. It's not, Apparently, there's a not movie good. coming out as well. So. Which I think we right. spoke about on the podcast anyway last year. That was an announcement. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Speaking of um speaking of uh, video game movies, um I just remembered it uh, a while ago I heard that uh, the Streets of Rage movie adaptation yeah, right. wasn't yeah. yeah, that's right. I don't know who's gonna well the <laughs> yeah. thing is that they're better off making an animated movie. So I don't think I personally don't think that a live action movie will be any good. <laughs> um, yeah. that's because that video game movies don't really have a very good uh, track record although I heard that the uh, la- latest couple of Sonic movies are pretty good for children's entertainment mm. so I should get around to have a look at that for curiosity's sake but yeah uh, at least that now that we've got um, an E3 build, uh, prototype build of the original Duke Nukem Forever that should have come out yeah. in the 2000s wow and this would have been about oh, 21 years old. Yeah. 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 Um, like, like, I saw a trailer and I thought, this looks, this looks like, this much, looks might, much better than what we've got back in 2011. Yeah. But anyway, it is what it is, man. We can't really, we can't redo history. So <laughs> we can't tell 3D Realms to make, make this game possible. You know what I mean? Because pretty much the IP is dead at this point anyway. With 3D realms, so yeah, mm. but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if there's if this if there's a new Duke Nukem game in the works. But hopefully, hopefully there is, and uh, hopefully it's developed by 3D realms, which I think are still active, but in a more smaller community. So, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's Duke Nukem Forever. But um, my next announcement and final announcement is that there is a FBS documentary coming out. And it's already got a Kickstarter account That's up and right. running. That's right. Yeah. Um, I've actually saw some footage on YouTube, and I saw the trailer for it, and it looks pretty amazing, man. It's got pretty much all the devs that worked on all the classics FPS titles that came out back in the 90s and early 2000s, and mid-2000s as well. So looks very interesting, man. I'm actually looking forward to this when it does come out, so I'll definitely watch it <laughs> for sure. Cool. So at the time of recording, there's about, um, yeah, I think there's about 130, nearly 114,000 euros have already been uh, d- donated. Yeah. So it's uh, counted by euro currency, by the looks of it. Mm. So did it say? So at the moment, it's only got um, it's pledged a certain goal that uh, a certain figure wants to reach, but it hasn't got um, a deadline date to when uh, this. Uh, uh, Kickstarter account will stay up and running, does it? I'm not too sure, to be honest. Probably um, not. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not, I don't really know much about Kickstarter. All I know is you, you just pledge and you just donate and help these yep. people out who want to do this documentary, you know? Um, but I don't think there's a there's a, there's a a date for this actual of a release. So I, I'll try looking at it on their website, but yeah. It looks like it's been up and running for about a year, judging by yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Because I actually saw this back in, yeah, 2021, the trailer for it. Yeah. So once this uh, documentary will be ready to go, they're also selling uh, selling it, they plan to sell it on Blu-ray and DVD Blu-ray, region yeah. free. Yep. And Vimeo on demand, as in Vimeo with an M, not with a D. So yep. you can be able to, to watch it. Yeah, stream it, yeah. Stream it, yeah. I think you definitely, I assume you definitely would have to subscribe uh, on Vimeo for that. Yeah, I'm happy, yep. I'm happy to do that and watch it, you know. Cool. Yeah. But yeah, cool. man, FPS uh, documentary, awesome. Yeah. So it's going to have, um, even um, just obviously, it's got to have uh, Wolfenstein 3D on there. There's developers on there. Give me their Yeah, so account. pretty much it's software, Carmack, Romero. Yep. Um, even the developers from 3D Realm is going to be on there as well. Um, even Ken Silverman, the who created a build engine for Duke Nukem is going to be on there. So it's going to have a few, even Randy Pitchford, who used to work for 3D Realms, is going to be on there as well, who started Gearbox Software. So it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be a lot of our devs on there, for sure. A lot. All the innovators of this, yeah, innovators, of this genre. Yeah. Nice. Even, uh, there's even going to be a, a dev that worked on Dark Force is going to be on there as well. Oh, I'm cool. Looking, I'm looking really forward to that because I haven't seen any, any interviews with any of the devs that worked on the Dark Forces series, so... Well, especially one and two, anyway. So, yeah, it'd be very interesting to see. Hi, uh, Scott Miller, the co-founder yeah, of Realms. Yep, yeah. yeah. Realms on there. Yep. Lefinski, designer for Unreal and Unreal Tournament. Yep. Or Inspector. Yeah. So it's definitely not holding back in regards yeah, even, uh, to even the devs from Half Life's gonna be on there too. It's gonna be will be awesome too. Yeah. Definitely not holding back when it comes to interviewing people. Nice. No, they they done a very good job, man. Getting getting all those people. To, um, to agree to do this it's pretty cool yeah alright so uh, should we start the episode David let's go for it alright I guess you can open <laughs> up <laughs> yeah, <'cause... so. laughs> out of all the yeah out of all the uh, games I wanted to talk about yep. tonight Michael Jackson's Moonwalker <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just uh because I think this would be our second uh, game-centric episode where we talk about one specific game for yeah, Halloween. I think, I think, yeah, we, I think that, yeah, we spoke about Alien Trilogy for Halloween. Yeah, yeah that's right. Last year. And now we're going to talk about the very odd uh, adaptation of uh, the 1988 movie Moonwalker. Believe it or not, oh, this yeah, uh, game right. yeah, actually yeah. based on a movie. A movie, yeah. Moonwalker, which... yeah. I actually have seen it. Because Joe Pesci is the villain, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the whole plot is just there is no plot really except yeah. for the fact that Joe Pesci uh, is sandwiched in between all these uh, I think it's sort of an anthology of music videos of Michael Jackson's career at that period of time yeah. uh, and then it, you have um, Joe Pesci with this plot he plays this character called Mr. Big where he's kidnapping children all over oh, the world children all over the world yeah that's right <laughs> and um, it's up in the game it's up to Michael Jackson to save all the children that he can find that are hiding, who are kept prison and behind all these doors, windows, and uh, uh, caves. Um, of course, uh, when you think about it now and everything that happened later on in his life, it sounds rather creepy. Yeah. Um, let's not go into that. But yeah, back then it was just that would have been a fun, funny uh, little piece of diversion. No, I remember. When I first got my Mega Drive back in, I think it was 90, late 95, um, I remember seeing a poster of Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. And at that stage, it would have been, a game would have been five years old. And I was rather curious about this game. I thought, wait a minute, he had a video game? That guy? Yeah. Mind you, I gotta, I gotta admit, I was actually into Michael Jackson's music at the time, but I didn't yeah. understand. I didn't understand why the hell did he have a video game and what could exactly could he... What could a video game be about? It couldn't be an action game. Lo and behold, I just realized I saw um, screenshots of uh, this uh, how-to guide of all these uh, uh, Mega Drive games that I got um, and about an internet new year. And it was a side-scrolling platform game. And I was rather curious about it because I thought it was it was funny, the idea of he- playing a, a video game, action game, based on a pop star. But I just had to see for myself what a, yeah, what the gameplay would be about. So I didn't really get to play the game until I think maybe 
early 97. Uh, when I rented it from uh, what used to be Video Busters. Yeah. And uh, so I hooked it in out of curiosity. And um, it was just as ridiculous as I thought it would be, but actually I really enjoyed it at the not, same not, time. It's not a bad game. I've played this too. Uh, it's not a yeah. bad game. Um, but the premise, just, yeah. just the whole goal of the game is ridiculous. Without oh, it is, it is. Because you, yeah. you save all the hostages, and then when you save all hostages, the hostages... Hostages being children. That's right, children, yeah, which is pretty weird. Yeah. <laughs> and it's always the one spot, it's <laughs> little girl crying with a teddy bear, yeah. uh, going, Michael! <laughs> Michael, that's right. Michael! And she goes running off everywhere. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I, 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 I didn't even get to see Moonwalker, the actual movie, until a year later, in 98, when I oh, rented right. it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, at uh, also another video store. And uh, I was just looking at the comparison, I was just thinking, just looking at the movie and comparing the game, and I realized, yeah, they're really stretching, um, uh, sort of stretching the concept to try and make it a six-stage uh, video game, because the, the movie was very thin. Like I said, the, uh, the uh, the little plot that it had was sandwiched in between all these music videos and anthology of music videos, like a career retrospective of Michael Jackson's uh, career and life at that stage. And uh, no, it, just the game itself uh, was entertaining, is all right. But yeah, you try to describe it how it is. Ridiculous would have been ridiculous when it was first released in 1990, except you're if you're a really diehard Jackson fan. But now, uh, yeah, people feel rather mixed feelings about the whole concept of him finding children rescuing them i mean he just uh as i was just uh looking a little bit into the game only a couple of weeks ago i read some uk tabloid um websites that they were saying that uh they were just bringing up the game back and to say with the running the headlines saying that a creepy uh, video game uh, retrospective michael jackson touching gibbs yeah kids to uh, uh replenish his health and of course, this game is nothing new. It's been around for, what, nearly 30 years now, uh, including, I believe, the arcade game. 30-plus years now. Yeah. But, yeah, slow um, clickbait news day. Nothing new. But, yeah, if you put it in that context, it does feel rather strange, doesn't it? In the game, yeah. um, the more children you find, the more you get your health back. And then they go running off the merry way. Rather <laughs> yeah. weird. But what was funny about the game was that um, all it is is just uh, with all the trademark dance moves that he does yeah. it's all corporate in the game the spin uh oh, you, you, know, all... you know what i used to hate man every time you used to spin and throw your hat you you'll you'll lose your bit of your health from the health meter remember yeah you know, i remember that spin, but it was a cool your hat, but you used to lose life at the same time but it was all your energy was going because, because you're you got a bit of your energy cool. and then your health this yeah, yeah diminished yeah but you gotta admit it was it was a cool effect though just it, that, was. it was where cool, he just yeah. throws, throws the hat and then yeah. he explodes he just kills everyone by that's right yeah, letting yeah, 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 yeah. It's, like a, it's like a power well, up but you're losing life at the same time yeah that's yeah. right yeah they yeah they obviously coded that way so you don't do it all the time yeah that's so you, right yeah, yeah got it yeah you gotta savor use it, it, savor it on some yeah. moments yeah savor it, yeah, yeah. i was well my thing what bothered me about the second level where you're dancing your way to the tune of beat it uh, oh, yeah. in level you get to kill dogs as well oh the second <laughs> do you level, remember yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 they used to jump up on you and you have to yeah yeah gotta yeah. kick him and kick him uh, punch, punch, punch him kick him yeah that's right yeah, yeah. well <laughs> if you said the flying wasn't bad enough if you throw your hat at them they explode as well yeah so there's a fair bit of uh, dog abuse going on in that yeah, game yeah, yeah. retrospect Oh, well, it's funny is that you can... Yeah, that guy, sorry, yeah, yeah. I was just saying, it was funny that you can dance with the dogs as well as all the other enemies that you got on screen, yeah. Yeah, was that bunny combination you had to do to dance with them, or...? All you gotta do oh, is just... Oh, it was through mid-game, wasn't it? Or through mid-game, it was, did it automatically, wasn't it? Or did you do a bunny combination? No, 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 all you gotta do is just press the spin button as long as you can until ah, he starts... Ah, right, yeah. All the yeah, right. It was okay. very... Yeah, 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 yeah. I never did forward, that, yeah. I just used to... <laughs> Just try and just, um, you know, kill all my enemies and just pass the levels and that. But I never was. I, I remember I saw some footage on YouTube where he would dance. But how do you do that? Because you, <laughs> you, have, to, like, you have to spin around, like, like you were saying before, and just hold the button. Like and I said, dance. Yeah, I knew how to do it because I had yeah. a uh, a how-to Sega guide that yeah, tells yeah, you yeah, how right, to yeah. complete the game. Yeah. And that's where I realized, okay, so if I press the spin button long enough, he will eventually start dancing with all the, yeah. the villains. 
That was funny because it replicates all the dance moves from songs like uh, Smooth Criminal, yeah, Beat It, Beat it yeah. Mad, Billie Jean, and another yeah, part of me. But what's funny? Well, actually, uh, originally, it's funny you mentioned that because the dance move in uh, the um, the cemetery levels was you can tell it's from the Thriller music video where he yeah. tilts his head and uh, he starts making this gesture like he's a zombie. zombie yeah. uh, but it was actually um, from what I've been researching the uh, early copies of the game, Thriller was actually uh, in, in the in the music. You could actually hear it was actually the background music level. But right. from what I, so you, there are actually early prototypes of that game where you can uh, hear Thriller uh, in a Sega 16-bit sound chip, which sounded oh, pretty man. cool. But what happened was that from, it wasn't really confirmed, but later on in the um, more units of copies that were sold to the public and available online, it's mostly now another part of me, another song from the Bad Album yeah. that you can only listen to. So the dance move from Thriller is still there, but uh, the song, uh, the background level music is replaced with another part of me, that other song. But uh, from, I remember playing uh, emulators uh, or ROMs on an emulator uh, years ago where I, break, I broke into that dance move and uh, for a moment it actually changes back to Thriller. So, so it does a little range Thriller. But that, so I looked that up and it turns out that there were some early copies of the game where they retained that uh, uh, th that portion of the song but eventually got phased out with another part of me completely and uh, from what I understand it's never confirmed but from what I understood according to other people's um, uh, assumption is that Michael Jackson didn't have a, the, a sole songwriting credit to that song it was someone else did called Rod Temperton, um, so he was a very popular pop music uh, songwriter back in the 80s. And uh, they probably realized that, well, Sega probably realized that they had to pay additional royalties to keep oh, the song in the, game. Keep in the game, yeah, which they didn't want to, so yeah, that's fair enough. And that sounds pretty logical, yeah. Uh, so I think that's rather realistic that what happened, they realized, you know what, we're gonna change it to another part of it and just to save us the hassle, yeah. but there are some. Uh, there apparently there are some uh, prototypes of Thriller in the game that exist. You can actually find it on YouTube and it seems legit and authentic. I wasn't sure at first I thought, oh, maybe that... Because I knew that the uh, the, uh, the song arrangement during the, the dance attack moments did exist in the game because I played it through an emulator. I didn't, it, never, it never occurred in the... Uh, uh, actual physical copy of the game that I rented all those years ago. I actually rented the game twice growing up. Just and uh, never once did it play Thriller. So I think that uh, it was just a very early prototype that was only sold a few thousand units, but it was never it was never gotten widespread. Probably less than a few thousand to be honest. But no, if you look up on YouTube, um, there's a Thriller prototype that does exist and it seems authentic. Yeah. Yeah. What was a pain in the ass, uh, though, I think, with that game was um, fighting through the woods in the cemeteries and those damn zombies that were jumping everywhere, yeah. how agile they were. I remember that there was a mid uh, boss fight with them where you find two zombies, but you can't really dance your way against them because what they did was their upper bodies would decapitate or detach themselves from the rest of their body and they come char charging towards you and started sort of trying to fist fight you yeah. and I realized I just got a crush there I and just up to that level. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't think the game was that hard but the first time I yeah. played it uh, I've always got screwed over um, at that particular boss fight but I didn't get that far I was uh, up until when I rented the game for a second time that I was able to block it yeah the car park stage where you had to open the boots. oh beat it yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it was, was always a bomb. It was bombs. You are like, fuck! <laughs> lost the, lost and the, the shape of the bombs. <laughs> the shape of the bombs were, um, what, they were um, built as TV sets. Oh, TV sets. Yeah. Yeah, they were counting oh, right, down. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right, yeah. Oh, yeah, they were counting down and they blew up. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. But there were a few moments in... Played, uh, played, yeah, so. yeah there was a few moments <laughs> in the, that game. 
and there were a few moments in that game. I think it was during, uh, yeah, the streets. Yeah. And also in the cemetery, where if you catch a falling star, for about a minute you can turn into a killer robot. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I remember <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It comes it's down and, fun. and you have to catch it, and then when you catch it, you, you turn into like a. It's like a um, something from like um, what's that show? It was from the movie. Yeah. Oh, from the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it looks like it looks like I was playing um as uh from Transformers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Transformers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was funny because uh, here you are. You got uh, here's uh, Jackson just dancing his way, beating people to submission with his uh, dance moves, and suddenly, if you catch the falling star, he becomes a killing machine, literally. <laughs> so it's just yeah. firing lasers at people, fire, firing missiles, with, and they're they're homing missiles as well. So they always meet their yeah. target. You can even, like I say, you can kill dogs, which looking back, you realize, man, this is animal abuse. But right. yeah, you just become something. Then it's projectile, that's all that. <laughs> and, but the good thing is, you can fly for a brief period of time as well through oh, a jetpack yeah, as well. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember that. What sucks, yeah, yeah. yeah. what sucks is that um, you can only last for a minute and you change back to your normal self. Although, in the, in the, uh, in the Mr. Big Lair scenes, I think it was level five. I think the final, the second last boss fight, it's just uh, you turning into the robot and you just kill everyone on sight. Uh, until, but until you fight Mr. Big yeah, up in yeah. the air from a first person shooting perspective. Yeah. Turning into um, uh, a flying, uh, killing uh, aircraft. Yeah. <laughs> it's just crazy. It's just a crazy concept <laughs> yeah. for a game. Movie makes even less sense. Oh, so yeah, I guess this right. is um, but no, I just, um, it's just weird, but one of the weird things about the, that game was once you finish cat, you're finding all the kids, yeah. you have, uh, his pet chimpanzee, Oh Bubbles. yeah, that's right, Bubbles, yeah, and he, he's pointing his finger up, up, <laughs> up on the screen or into, now I think it's, he's pointing, so he's telling you where boss. to go, tell him where to go he, to find the boss, yeah, that's, right. that's right, yeah, 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 I remember the first level, he was like, he was like a gangster, and he was pointing <laughs> yeah, up, was, and I'm like, all right, right there's, the there's pointing straight ahead. And I'm like, all right, there's the boss. Now, or in that club, yeah, you're at nightclub. It's based on the smooth criminal music video, which was awesome. Hey, do you remember those chicks used to stop you every time you started a fight? Your walls, yeah. Like, yeah, they'll stop you. Just keep walking and fight those fucking those Well, actually, what you got to do, she's trying. Yeah, she's got your hands on you, and she's trying to stop you from fighting. You actually yeah, got to kick her, yeah. move away. Yeah, kick her, yeah. <laughs> but I remember, I remember when she stopped me, you can actually keep walking, and then she'll just leave you alone. Oh, do you, oh yeah, that's, that's right, yeah. Her, yeah. Yeah, kick her too. But you yeah. kick her, the thing is that, um, can you, you imagine if she points? ends up flying? <laughs> can you imagine if, she, if you end up sending her all the chicks flying in this game that uh, people would, now people would just say, oh, this is a violence against women. I know, <laughs> yeah. Social justice. Yeah. Fucking... 1989. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I think back then. Yeah, back no, then, no one gave a crap, man. Back then, how it is now, but yeah. <laughs> no, but um, now nowadays people think people get more outraged over that than uh, uh, Jackson finding kids, I guess. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was well, a that, funny that game. revealed too much later, anyway. No, I didn't. Yeah. That, so, yeah. Right. So in yeah. context, yeah. Context, yeah. yeah. You can't really. Have, uh, you can't really think of that in your mind, but no, just uh, I think probably the frustrating moment of that game really was you're in the cave, uh, level okay, four. When right, okay. you remember that, yeah, where no, you are. Um, oh, you never really got that. No, stage. I think I only got to the yeah the car park stage, and I just didn't, yeah, yeah. I just got bored and turned it off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> didn't really, yeah. didn't really, uh, no. yeah. Because I found that because like I said that when you open the car boots, all the bombs in there and that. I kept losing my life and that, and, I, and I, I was trying to find the, I was trying to find one, one hostage. I couldn't find the hostage. I'm like, all right, I'll give up. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, yeah, the game's so not right. really that hard, but you're yeah, crazy about the game. It's not, it's not that hard. Yeah. yeah. It's been, it's been a lot anyway. So. Yeah. yeah. But I can see why some people, like especially if you're not a huge Jackson fan, as in at all, you yeah. definitely get easily met. But um, you no, I was uh, was about to say it was that uh, in uh. Level four, you get to you get uh, in, into this cave. And you're trying to find all the again, trying to find all the kids. 
but you get also attacked by spiders that are right. just dangling from the, the ceiling or just crawling on the, the ground. And apparently in the movie, him and the kids, because Michael Jackson, there's this crazy, the actual uh, story, whatever, uh, whatever uh, left it, there is it's a story in that the movie was that he's just kicking a ball around with all these kids, all these uh, three little kids, his friends, and they happen to stumble underground this cave where Mr. Big and his minions, all these uh, army soldiers, that they're, they're yeah, preparing some some drug manufacturing, I remember. Yeah. But it, also that uh, the, the little girl with the, the teddy bear, she gets freaked out by this giant spider. Well, I think it may have been a tarantula. And that's, that was the ins- inspiration of uh, stretching out the game to include a cave where Michael Jackson is just dancing his way against spiders to try and find more kids that are uh, hidden under all these crevices and hideouts. <laughs> and waterfalls. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's even just the uh, waterfalls well, as well. There must be a lot of platforming on level, level levels in the cave. Was that, oh, that was, was that definitely... Up? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then not only that, but there's also uh, you got to find uh, sort of uh, weak spots of all these walls to see if that there is uh, an opening, yeah. uh, so you can enter and see if there are any any more kids that are kept hostage in there. Yeah. Um, and you got to make sure it's weird because if I remember correctly, there were three uh, enemies that you had to out that had to fight in that level. There were spiders. There are Mr. Big's army, you know, the faceless goons with the uh, uh, arms with laser guns. And I think there were zombies as well, um, they, which made it, yeah, but actually made it rather harder. After once you completed, once you got through the ball busting cemetery level, the caves uh, get a little bit difficult uh, because also not that, but I think they're also just uh, stalactites, just little pieces of debris from. Uh, the roof of the cave that was uh, falling down. Yeah. Um, so you got to avoid that. And you had to be careful um, going forward that you d- don't use your uh, dance attacks too much because it's very easy to get killed um, um, rather rather easily. Yeah, it was just a hard level, that one. So, yeah, I'm just having uh, just a quick little video review again. Um, yeah, so I just, uh, and the thing about this stage is that I was rather hardcore arachnophobic back then, so I always rather cringed a little bit when I saw spiders a bit, even if they were only just in, uh, 16-bit form where you can barely see it. But no, I just, it's funny though that you can dance with them and they actually move. <laughs> but like in, the, yeah. like in level two, where you're dancing outside of that club, you can dance with the dogs as well. <laughs> and they and they having their legs motion from left to right like they're dancing to thriller but they're really trying to dance to beat it which <laughs> yeah. is just uh, it's very weird stuff yeah and it's just uh it's uh, funny that you can even use your kick that dance kick where you can um kick off this uh huge rock and you can kill a dozen or well, not a dozen but about several other enemies that are nearby and there's uh, yeah spiders just uh Again, just uh, stalactites and spiders that are just dangling from above. Oh uh, no, it's a full-on just um, a lot of um, platform um, challenges, a lot of obstacles in that level, mm. uh, and the dams are flying zombies. Well, they're not they're not flying, but they were just uh, jumping everywhere. They I'm just uh, whatever, yeah. yeah, complete ball breakers. Uh, no, just, uh, I just I I would just like to see what was. If there was a proof of concept or a concept art for this game, and just uh, Michael Jackson's just uh, uh, being approached with it, saying, Ooh, "Now this looks pretty good," <laughs> and the everyone else is thinking, "Yeah, this is really, r- really over the top for a video yeah. game." <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just uh, what other celebrity that you know back then that had uh, these crazy video game tie-ins? I think there was uh, Shaq Fu, but that was just abysmal, and I oh, think yeah. Michael Jordan. I remember Michael Jordan had his own platforming game on the Super Nintendo. Yeah, that's you remember right. that? Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. Yeah. What was yeah. Called? Yeah. Good question. We're gonna look it up now. No, I yeah. played a little bit of it. It's pretty hard. Pretty hard because uh, um, no, it's just uh, 
obstacles and just uh, the enemies. Not for the faint of heart, but no, it was a good effect of his basketball skills. Oh, yeah. Um, I think that game was called Chaos in the Windy City. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that was actually released in uh, 94 or 95. It's a Super Nintendo. Yeah. So I guess that if Michael Jackson had uh, Sega Genesis, Michael Jordan had the Super Nintendo. I guess fair is fair. Two MJs and two different consoles. That's yeah. Weird. What, was this game any good though? That's the question. Uh, you know, I actually didn't mind it. I didn't get to play too much of it. But uh, to be honest, I thought it was not too bad for what it was. Just a small game. Actually, Sega of a Genesis version of this game was planned but never got made. Interestingly. Oh, really? yeah. No, but uh, it was actually made by EA. Apparently. EA, okay. EA. Well, um, Ocean, uh, Ocean yeah. must have published it and then EA must have... Uh, developed it yeah yeah i actually should go back and play this game one day then we can review that together yeah yeah but uh, yes just going back to boomwalker just um what was the well i guess the qu my question is what do you have a favorite moment in the game or you have a frustrating moment what, uh, what was your consensus on the mega drive version i'll sit in, in the car park <laughs> <laughs> yeah. for me because i couldn't find that last hostage I'm like where is it I looked in every boot and it's not there. I'm like, all right, I'll give up, see ya. <laughs> Did you look in the sewers? That was my frustrating, mate. Sorry? Did you look in the sewers? Because you can actually open up the... Oh, you can actually open up that's what I did wrong. Yeah. That's what I did wrong. <laughs> that's right, you didn't look in the sewers. No, you can actually spin around yeah. to open up the holes. And then you oh, can you go spin into around the sewers. And, then, and look in the sewers. Oh, yeah, I didn't even that's know that. That's right. Didn't even know that. Yeah. There you go. Well, I knew that, yeah. again, the only reason I knew that is because I had that damn... How that, to that, Singapore? Yeah, it yeah, told yeah, told you yeah. where to go. That's how, that's how I knew it. I mean, if I never had that book, I probably would have quit after the second level as well. To be honest, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, it was just uh, yeah. what was strange about that game is that you can replicate all of his useless dance moves that uh, offer no uh, reference for a tap. You can even do the moonwalk. Yeah, um, I did that many times once. I knew how to do it just by pressing on the left and right and uh, hold the attack button once and he just walks backwards doing that iconic little moonwalk but that doesn't really add anything that's not really an attack move it's just a frivolous little feature as well as when he stands on his toes you, if you remember that yeah, you just right, press yeah. the up button oh yeah he's on I his think, toes yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which did nothing I mean, anyway <laughs> I don't think <laughs> Yeah. Hey, truth every time, I always was, imagine him posing, going posing to the game. For, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that was just, uh, I think with that game, it was, uh, I think it's most important, yeah, I think the most impressive feature of that game, most features I enjoy for the novelty factor, is probably the sound design and voice design. Because they, like, they had digitized voices of here, of Michael Jackson. That's right, yeah. Doing, uh, doing his iconic howls and going, who's bad? Yeah. I don't remember if he did Shimon. I don't think he said Shimon in the game. I don't think so. But you know what's funny in that game? You know what's funny in that game? Uh, when the energy bar goes red and yeah. he's on the verge of dying, yeah. that's when his shit gets real. Not only that, uh, the magic dust from his fingertips and feet, fingertips uh, and toes disappears, but he starts not only punching and thrashing people with his bare knuckles, but he also, when you press the A button, to try and dance he doesn't dance anymore but instead he touches his, his groin touches his balls oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i've seen that i think yeah i saw that yeah yeah, yeah and i think that was because uh, i think the game came out in 1990 no that's right he did touch himself a fair bit before black and black or white the music video if you remember that was extended music video where he's uh vandalizing uh the street and he's touching himself a lot so yeah and he had to had that sexually did suggested dance pose in the game as well when he, he's on the verge of death. That makes that makes total sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there you go. Uh, funny game. Uh, funny game. Uh, I don't think the Sega Mega Drive uh, experience, I mean, would have been enhanced without it. I think the novelty factor definitely sold. Made, definitely sold it. Um, I think that uh, was a good publicity stunt for it is, yeah. and it is enjoyable in its own right. 
I mean, if you're a diehard Jackson fan, yeah, definitely play it if you haven't already. Um, however, uh, I just uh, remember though that uh, it wasn't until 2010 when I was running on a MAME emulator that I finally played the arcade version. Yeah, that's Walker. right. I played this version as well. Didn't I, I preferred the Mega Drive version. It was, it was on a yeah. top-down view. Um, yeah. Yeah, but I played it. I thought it was alright. Uh, what, what do you think? I mean, it's, I mean, I actually liked uh, this arcade version better because. Oh, did you? Okay. Just for the fact that, just for the fact that it was just um, felt more of a game and less of a, a gimmick in a strange way, <laughs> because. Uh, all it, yeah. the attack buttons is really just uh, him just uh, throwing fireballs at people if you hold the action button button long enough, yeah. or he just throws sort of padukens rather. <laughs> it's for lack of a better term. Padukens. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. That's what I like to call it. Yeah. And what was funny is that with this game, uh, the arcade version, you can actually play as three players, so you get to oh, play him right. yeah, wearing yeah, yeah. a dream outfit, yeah. and uh, another version where. He's in a red outfit, yeah. and uh, third players are playing uh, him dressed in black. Which I'm thinking, all right, this is rather strange. How can you happen to be three Michael Jacksons? But whatever. But what's funny is that when you find Butters and you pick him up, he becomes a robot. <laughs> so yeah, that's right. instead yeah, yeah, of yeah, 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 that's right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the dance moves are sort of still there, but they're probably less. They're probably less um, distinctive. Yeah. They're more generic in the arcade version than they are in the Sega Mega Drive version. Because the Sega Mega Drive version, if you've seen the um, the music videos, you know what dance move he's doing for which song. So for, yeah. for Smooth Criminal, he always struts with his hat and then he bends his ankles forwards and leans over forwards. Yeah. Uh, with this is just uh, in the arcade version, it's just more uh, more of a generic dance move, but. Uh, it has obviously better sound design. It's actually a snippet from the Smooth Criminal song that I remember. That that is it ripped up exactly from the song. So yeah, you can do that. You can yeah. uh, you can replicate more portions through the advanced sound chip, as opposed to the you know the uh, limited sixteen-bit chip. <laughs> Remind me again, did Sega Genesis were they run, running through Yamaha? That's right. Yeah. It's yeah. So it's, a, yeah, naturally it's going to, always going to be a very limited soundtrack. It's funny that the kids were more diverse. So you have uh, the same girl voice going Michael every time you find him, but they also have a, a boy's voice as well. Yeah, and that's they, right. They just, yeah. They, yeah. Again, it might have something to do with just more, um, more um, diversity with the sound where, where, chip. Where, where, where would they hide? I can't remember where, where they used to hide. They weren't uh, really. Nice that's the thing. In the arcade version, in the arcade version, they weren't really hiding. They were just there. They'll just come uh, out, out of nowhere uh, and just come to you and, and save them or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. What's strange is that uh, in this game, it's sort of top down. It's sort of it's more is isometric, isn't it? With just uh, the rather angular, and uh, which sort of does make it rather a little bit difficult to try and buy up. Yeah. And, it was a oh, bit, yeah, and there's right, a yeah. being an arcade game, you can tell that this game was made uh, to suck up cores because of how oh, difficult yeah. it is. Just all the enemies spawning, but they had some weird enemies in the arcade version. I remember. Yeah, that's right. You remember that there was this uh, ED209 looking robot from Robocop. Yeah. That yeah. looked similar to that, but it had yeah. some sort of cockpit mechanism where it looked like a giant penis that was just throbbing in and out. Yeah, but someone was in there. That's right. So I remember yeah. those. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, really, yeah. 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 Armored machine guns, but yeah. you had this weird uh, frog, frog-like machine yeah. that uh, had this uh, mechanism where it was uh, sort of catapulting in and out between his legs, and I thought that was unintentionally sexually suggested. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was just they gave me a good laugh. Um, yeah, no, just that uh, was funny about if you thought playing three Michael Jacksons in the arcade game was strange, in the Genesis game, to, it, you might not know this, but you can actually play as two players, but not at the same time, sort of one per go. All oh, right. So if the first player dies, yeah, 
the second player gets a go. Mm. And he's dressed up in red. Which I thought, that's you know, really no need for that. It's really always a one player. Or a single player game that yeah. um, Genesis version. So it was just a waste of time. So no, it's just uh, with the Mega Drive version, it's just... Um, I enjoy just the... I mean, it's easy to say because uh, with the MAME emulator, you can just play um, without, without limits. But uh, just for the fact there was just more challenges, the boss battles were more diverse, so all these robots, uh, you had to try and uh, try and uh, outdance and beat. Um, was really strange on the final level, though, that I uh, remember Mr. Big, he, he, I don't know what the fuck Joseph Pesci was smoking, but he was inside of some sort of machine that was pumping out ghosts through all these tubes. Yeah. <laughs> so it just didn't make any... Whatever the game designers were thinking, must have been on drugs, uh, because it was just... Uh, yeah, it was just really bizarre, uh, just with the enemy ideas that they had for the arcade version. But there was a lot of uh, more enemy robots in that game than it were in the... Uh, Mega Drive version and uh, lasers as well. Uh, it was less to do, there was less obstacles to worry about and more robot action. They, that was really making much most of the um, enemies. Um, but they, those damn Mr. Big Goons with the, the ones with the, the soldiers, the faceless soldiers, yeah. They, whenever they gang up in, in rows, so they were pretty difficult to outdance, so I'll tell you that. Yeah. It's just uh, no funny, funny game. You know, it's funny though. Um, to my surprise, the Sega Master System had uh, had a sort of a, de a compressed version of the Mega Drive game, and for its standards, that uh, it was basically the same game, just uh, with the with the inferior sound design, music design, of course. But also, just the only difference was that the uh, you didn't have bubbles in the game. So as soon as that you found all the children, you don't have uh, the chimpanzee just jumping on your shoulders telling you where to go. It just takes you straight to the to a little black little uh, cutscene of Mr. Big saying you can't catch me, which is also what he says yeah. in the Mega Drive game. And it just takes you straight to the boss battle. The only difference is that the final final level of the game where you beat where you fight Mr. Big instead of going to FPS mode, uh, you just it's just a side scrolling. Uh, view of your spaceship trying to fight all these machine guns mounted on oh, a wall. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I can't you know, enjoy so the rest of your time into this arcade version, huh? I mean, it's once it's easy because uh, yeah, yeah, once it's an arcade game. on the emulator. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. You no way you can lose. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, just um, yeah, it's just uh, funny little. Um, Game design, isometric. Yeah. The enemies can be a pain in the ass, though. But hey, you gotta remember this being an arcade game. This was made to steal all the coins you had in your pocket. Well, so unless you change the dip switch settings to easy, um. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what we. That's what I, you gotta do for Street Fighter when you play it on. Oh, yeah, that's right. yeah. That was. Uh, but it was also, but definitely more of a challenge, of course. But no, from what I can understand, the consensus for. Uh, Moonwalker, which version Moonwalker that people liked the most? It was the Mega Drive version. Yeah, I, yeah, 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 I think it's right. yeah. But yeah, also because the arcade version was rather rare, so not many people got to play. But it was yeah. also most the Mega Drive version was the most accessible. They even had an Amiga version of the game, but it was a completely different game. It was top down. Um, oh yeah, and it was it was the arcade version of the. Yeah, for the Amiga. That's right. And even right. for the Atari ST as well. Um, yeah. I think there was even one for the Commodore 64, maybe, I think. But, right. Um, yeah, I think there was, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I no, I only saw a um, playthrough. Never got to play uh, the Amiga game, but I saw a playthrough on YouTube once where um, there wasn't. It was not even based on any of the Sega games that you know for the arcade and the Mega Drive. But Sega produced all the uh, uh, arcade and uh, console versions. Uh, this Amiga, I think, I can't remember who it was. Yeah, I don't there was, think yeah, there was, was a version for the Commodore 64. Yeah. yeah. 
No, I think... Uh, oh, I'm just trying to find who the developer was for the Amiga version. Was it US Gold? Right, that was yeah, US Gold. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like to say it's a top-down game. Um, there wasn't any much action from what I can see. It's just trying to... It's just going through a maze. So you don't even get to dance in this game, from what I can tell. And the only real action doesn't really begin until you are riding on a speedboat to the tune of... Um, oh, I can't remember the name of the Jackson song that he played in the movie. What was it called Speed Demon? I think it was Speed Demon. Yeah. And um, it wasn't until... You don't really get to see a side-scrolling effect until later on during the game, when you're two-thirds into it, uh, where it's at the nightclub. Uh, where he's dancing a smooth criminal and you're armed with uh, a tommy gun and you just got to click and point at all the enemies of, uh, nearby. So, yeah, I would say that from what I can tell, I definitely would not enjoy this version. But yeah. much prefer the Mega Drive yeah. and even definitely oh, yeah. arcade version. Yeah, I think, yeah. Um, like I said, I think my version is the Mega Drive version compared to the arcade version. Yeah. It's, 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 a, it's a top yeah. down. Um, game, but yeah, I do respect it in a sense that you know it's it's different, you know, and it's probably, <laughs> you know, um, that's pretty good. nicely, yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, but I, I, I just like Scott Soul Scrollers when it comes to like top down. I'm not a big fan of top down for some reason. Yeah. Um, but you know, I respect it for what it is. You know, it's something different. You know, the arcade. So yeah, that's fine. You know, I can't really. Hate on it too much. Yeah, I gather. I gather that you the, didn't know. Version, so, yeah. yeah, I gather you, you. I guess you didn't know how to do the moonwalk in the game, did you? <laughs> it's a useless what, feature. For the, what for the arcade version? No, I can't do the moonwalk oh, in the arcade version. Oh, this yeah. on the Mega Drive version? No, I yeah. never did moonwalk. No, I never did moonwalk. No. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, like I say, you know, I mean, it's it's a fun little addition, but. Again, it, it brings absolutely nothing to the game. You can't, you don't get any bonus points with it. You don't really, it's useless here against enemies. So, yeah, not really missing out. But that's just the funny thing about this game. Uh, just with the novelty factor of seeing a pop star in his own eccentric little concept of a video game based on an eccentric uh, anthology movie that yeah. didn't really have a plot, and just uh, seeing what the inspiration was for a game um but yeah man for what it is i enjoyed it for what it is oh, yeah. um for, for laughs as well because I, it, what's funny is that a lot of people you look at online they actually make 16-bit mega drive covers of all of his other songs you can find yeah. um and also not just with other songs but also just with um other pop stars like i think maybe i think i remember there was one for phil collins back in the day um oh uh, yeah it was a Good idea of what you can do with the Sega Mega Drive replicating a, a listenable cover for all these songs. Whereas in the Mega Drive version, I mean the Master System version, you're stuck with the with the chimes and the the boops of um, what that hardware, limited hardware had at the time. So yeah, and of course the arcade. The arcade is able to just top it up a notch where it's able to incorporate um, songs like portions of songs like Moonwalker, uh, sorry, um, Smooth Criminal into the game during a dance sequence. Oh, yeah, it was a uh, good fun. Yeah. yeah but, um, um, yeah. There's also a version released for the Mars system as well, which is pretty much fake. Yeah. Um, yeah. A downgraded version. <laughs> the Mega Drive version, obviously, yeah, which with, is with, with the 8-bit yeah. system. Um, yeah. Yeah. The thing is, I never played the uh, Master System version, I think, so I might give that, that, that a sus and see, see uh, how limited this one is compared to the Mega Drive version in terms of, like, moves uh, and stuff like that. You can do special moves and stuff, so... Yeah, I'll tell you this. Uh, in comparison to the Mega Drive version, he only punches enemies, so in some ways he's probably more badass in the Master System version than he is in the uh, in the Master in the Mega Drive version. Because, like I say, in the Mega Drive version, uh, he kicks Stardust uh, at 
at enemies and they go flying. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas in the Mega Drive version, he just punches them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, in the arcade version, that started in, in, the, in the streets, didn't it? Compared to where... Yeah, oh, well, no, in, the in first level... Club. His first level starts in a cave. It's a short level. It's oh, uh, the lead... cave. Oh, right. I thought it was the streets, my memory, but it's been a while since I played the main it, it leads up to going to the nightclub. Yeah, that's uh, right, it's yeah. A... So he's, he's it's started, like a... yeah, so he started in a cave, and he, then he worked his way in the streets, and then he go into the nightclub. So I remember the nightclub. The first level is barely a level. You could call it, I guess, maybe an interlude or a prologue. Okay. But the game itself doesn't really begin yeah. until you get into the nightclub. That's where the shit hits the fan because all yeah. these enemies are charging at you and their gunfire. Yeah. Uh, gunfire is uh, rampant and uh, robots are marching down. And they have some weird robots in their game. Like I said, they had the uh, uh, ED209 knockoff with uh, hopping around like a frog with this large uh, catapult cock cockpit that's just bopping through in and out of its legs like a crude. Uh, penis reference and uh, you had uh, this other strange uh, robot that looked like a vacuum cleaner that was going going out of control I kid you not <laughs> and then you had um, you had some enemies that are stuck inside of uh, large tires that looked like they're driving the it machine from South Park yeah. I don't know if you remember that reference <laughs> it's just weird yeah yeah, yeah. and uh they also dance. <laughs> they also dance with Black Noir while they're they're in that tire as well. <laughs> Once you yeah, hit the dance, it's right. <laughs> And also, um, yeah. you see these uh, de these uh, killer robot octopuses. <laughs> it's just crazy. Way yeah. it's more crazy. I think in many ways it's crazier than the Mega Drive version because uh, just the, the enemies are more bizarre. Uh, Zombies just pop out of the walls in cemeteries while you still have goons just charging at you, and you have kids just crying, peeking in the corner until you get saved and just run away. And it, all he does in this game, I'd say it's better just for the fact that he, he does Hadoukens. That's why I call him just, I just compare him to Hadoukens um, as opposed to just kicking stardust at people. <laughs> But if you love that uh, seeing a uh, uh, Mega Drive game that replicates his dance moves, uh, then oh, for that version of Moonwalker is uh, uh, more your alley. Yeah. Mm. Very funny. There you go. All right. Is that it? Well, I think uh, to close it off, it's funny uh, that, my, uh, that Michael Jackson apparently did music for uh, Sonic 3. Oh, that's right. He did mentioned that actually I think on our last yeah, I think yeah. Once, yeah. yeah yeah and uh, it, it felt like that new Jack Swing yeah you love uh, Jack Swing yeah. no that's right yeah, yeah with uh, the mid-level boss that had you can hear him going whoa and uh, you can definitely tell it's his voice but yeah. yeah it felt like that new Jack Swing dangerous era yeah uh, that's right uh, what's interesting is that in the final credits of Sonic 3 the background music uh, the theme sounds very similar to that song, "Stranger in Moscow." Uh, and this was uh, this would have uh, this it, this was uh, predated before that song came out because that, that game was made in '93, mm. and that song came out I think '95. Uh, it, it wouldn't be surprised me that um, he got, he was probably testing uh, some demo tracks for some of his songs using Sonic Three. But apparently, I heard a rumor that he didn't want to be credited into the game, uh, you know, for composing any music for the game because he wasn't happy with the sound quality of Mega uh, Drive. Yeah, but then again, 16-bit era. Okay, yeah, true. Uh, Super Nintendo had superior, arguably superior, uh, sound and music design, but you know, it was still limited to what you can do. Uh, so, but then again. That uh, that would be, from what I understand, his last involvement in the uh, with uh, Sega until uh, his, the scandal broke out uh, um, back in '93. The 
his uh, affairs with kids. But again, that's just another that's just another topic altogether. Funny little uh, just piece of novelty in the Moonwalker games. But uh, yeah, if you haven't played it yet, then check it out for all up. Or get some genuine fun out of it. Yeah. Alright, well, uh, I guess this is it then. Um, before I do go, um, I forgot to mention that I'd like to shout out Star Wars Games once again. And uh, you guys should check him out because it's a, it's a pretty nifty store, isn't it, David? For your retro video games. Yeah. And it's got everything there from yeah, even just right. uh, yeah, Atari, uh, even from just uh, definitely had loads of cartridges for. Um, Game Boys, the original Nintendo yep. Master System, yep. um, even, even believe it or not, even saw some uh, uh, units of uh, Xbox Series S and X are available already, and PS4s of course. Uh, so you can definitely uh, check that out if you're looking to get latest consoles on the cheap, though they come in limited stock. So yeah, so um, have a look and. Uh, all the other accessories are there on stock. Will do, man. But uh, once again, thank you guys for uh, tapping in and listening in. And uh, until next time, we'll catch you guys later. Good night. See you guys. Come on.